Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. I always thought it was like fur, like furlies. <laughs> and then I learned some Spanish and was like, oh. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put it here between Blue down there. Oh God! What are we doing today? What's well tonight, this evening, Christmas evening of Christmas, Christmas Day. Oh, sorry, let me just stop whistling. Got to get coffee. Kick us off. What are we doing today? Oh, <laughs> this evening, Christmas Day. The see, I feel like um, stars in your eyes. This evening, Zoe, <laughs> we are going to be talking about pragma. And what celebrity are you going to be dressed as as you do? <laughs> what was the one from the film? <laughs> the Barrage. The Barrage. Yeah. That's what we're talking about, Pragma. Okay, give us a brief rundown. I will. Um, pragma. Mm-hmm. is a kind of practical love founded on reason or duty and one's longer-term interests. Sexual attraction takes a back seat in favour of personal qualities and compatibilities, shared goals and making it work. In the days of arranged marriages, days of, it still happens, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> pragma must have been very uncommon. Although unfashionable, it remains widespread, most visible in certain high-profile celebrity and political pairings. Well, shut up. Excuse me, Pate thing. Shut up. We're going to talk about... It, it goes on. That's only half of it, oh. so we'll leave it there. Jesus. Let's <laughs> Leaving out celebrities in politics, because I can't be bothered. <laughs> it's been a long day. Yeah, listen, it's Christmas Day. I shouldn't have to do too much thinking. <laughs> like, I understand that, you know, maybe that happens. But how do we prove it? We can't. But I think it might just be because they're such small circles. Is that what it means? <laughs> what, that celebrities are such small circles? Yeah, like kind of everyone knows each other. Yeah, so but surely like... you, you would still try and find love rather than be like... But not with a commoner. <laughs> <laughs> a commoner. <laughs> right? Prince Harry found love with a commoner. Okay, well, he's the exception <laughs> to the rule, let's be honest. Mm. Um, where are we? Where, <laughs> where was I going with this? I've got no idea. It's practical love. Practical love, which I think makes... No, th- that's the thing that jumped out at me when it was like, you know, putting... Like, sexual attraction takes a backseat to whether you're compatible, la, la, la. Mm-hmm. And, like, is that not just... Like, okay putting aside sort of arranged marriages and things like that, is that not just how you would approach your relationship anyway? Like, sexual attraction is important. Mm-hmm. But what I'm just thinking about how I'm thinking about relationships at the moment, it's like, yeah. well, is that person compatible with me? Do they, you know, are their politics the same? Do they make me laugh? Mm-hmm. Are they... You know, interesting and funny. Do I have a lot to talk about with them? Yeah. Are their life goals the same as my life goals? Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, I need to be attracted to them, but it's like, that's sure. not... Whereas I think when I was kind younger... Kind of secondary to yeah, practical side. And quite often, if I really like someone, then I'll be attracted to them, mm-hmm. rather than 
being attracted to them and then learning to like them for the rest of yeah. And I think when I was younger, it was much more like, wow, that person's really attractive. Mm-hmm. Because maybe I wasn't in a place where I was looking for a more long-term yeah, committed Yeah, like looking thing. at the future. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, no, I think I think probably is, is something to that's good to talk about at the beginning of a relationship anyway. Mm. To be like, this is where I stand on certain things. Mm. And I don't want to change on that because if... as we've discussed if someone wants to have children and someone doesn't those are very different goals yeah and are you therefore compatible so i think the same with anything you kind of have to be practical about it yeah in order to make it work i don't know it doesn't like although ludus is fun mm. and i've been thinking about it a lot since we did the last podcast realistically it's quite fleeting yeah and you kind of have to think about the longevity and being practical and having common interests and common goals and yeah that kind of thing yeah and because if you go into something and you don't if you don't think about any of that stuff Mm -hmm. then you know in two years time or four months time you're gonna really struggle Mm because you don't you're gonna you're gonna start having all those big arguments that you kind of wouldn't have if you'd thought about it earlier yeah because you'd know that that person doesn't want the same things as you. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about the holiday. <laughs> That's kind of what I've got in my head as well, yeah. Because I was like, well, so, okay, Cameron Diaz and Jude Law's storyline, I'm like, they don't really talk about what they want. Mm-hmm. They're caught up in the ludus of it all. Yeah. Um, They have no shared common goals. They don't have, like, they don't even have similar interests. Yeah. And then you look at the Kate Winslet and Jack Black, like, storyline, mm-hmm. and you're like, they really clearly had conversations about who they are as people with each yeah. other, yeah. what their interests are, their sort of backstory and the trauma in their lives and the things that are going to impact a future relationship and where the pitfalls will be. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the two relationships and I think, well... The Cameron Diaz and Jude Law one feels fleeting. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the movie, I don't truly believe that they're going to stay in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Whereas Kate Winslet and Jack Black, I'm like, well, they've built something. Yeah. And they came to the the attraction and the relationship at the end. Kind of afterwards, yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like the relationship that they had was mainly based on the Philia kind of love. Yeah. So this kind of pragma stuff would probably have come up at yeah. some point. If you're close friends with someone, then it probably comes up at some point. Yeah. Um, as to what you actually want to do in life. Yeah. And then you're right, the attraction comes afterwards. Yeah. And like we said, there's certain points where you just see someone like a friend and then it's like a switch gets flicked and it's like, okay, well, I actually really fancy that person. But yeah. I, th- I think it's still... Like, if you're coming at it from that way, from the Kate Winslet Jack Black way, yeah. that's probably already in there. Yeah. But then, it, like, the last scene, or one of the last scenes in the holiday where Cameron Diaz and Jude Law are in bed discussing, like, how they're practically going to make it work. Yeah. Like, it's it's interesting, isn't it, to go from both ways round. Yeah. Um, But either way, it's an important aspect. Um, I would say that it's probably changed a lot, though. Um... Mm. Considering that, like, um, like royal marriages would probably also come under pragma in yeah. the past, being like unifying two nations, like yeah. um, 
Cleopatra and the guy who she was with. Was it Julius Caesar? It was a Roman guy. No, so this is where I get confused because so Mark Antony and mm. Julius Caesar, she was with both of them. Okay. I think she married or was properly in a relationship with Mark Antony. Oh. And then, like, basically... Or there was some complicated thing where she used her relationship with Caesar to mm. kind of... Or, like, people thought she used her relationship with Caesar to do something, to get something from Rome. Okay. And then there was a thing where Mark Antony and Julius Caesar had, like, a... <laughs> a tiff. I, a tiff. I can't really remember, but I just remember... not bit, a history podcast. No, exactly. I just remember something about lots of boats. Okay. Well, and, I mean... And Julius Caesar being like, well, Mark, and then Mark Anthony being like, Julius, and then Cleopatra just being like, I have some babies. (laughs) I run Egypt, so uh, yeah, (laughs) just piss off, guys. But anyway, whoever she married, (laughs) was with. That was all about joining together two empires. But was it practically? Because I thought she did it for love. Okay, this was a bad example. <laughs> this is a bad choice. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just undermining your My story. Um, anyway, in the past it has been known. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> to join two to nations. To join two, two nations. I, maybe it's still done, I don't know. Yeah, but I, again, like maybe in more the political circles than... Yeah, sort of like royal. ambassadors and things. Yeah. Um, whereas now I think people would probably think about this pragma more like, well, do we, do we want to live in the same place? Do we want to mm. have kids? Do, like, who's going to work? Who's going to not? Yeah. Those kind of things. It's more um, on, like, a small, small scale. I don't want to say that, but, like, a more personal level. Yeah, more, well, a more sort of regular, everyday person mm. level rather than, like... Mm-hmm crazy rich people yeah and i think because there's less expectation than there was in like the 50s or 60s everyone mm. would just have a cookie cutter shaped life and mm. everyone would do the same you got married and you had kids and the husband went to work and that was it i think it's probably more applicable now than it has been in the past this kind of asking how compatible will we be long term yeah well especially since people are more mobile now mm. they make choices that are sort of like we can move we can do this we can do that we can do this so if you're with somebody who is a homebody and loves where they grew up and wants to be close to their family and you're somebody that wants to travel or go and work somewhere else Mm. you have you both have to be aware of that going in and if you're okay with doing the long distance thing for a while and then one of you moving that's fine but if you don't have that conversation then you're going to hit a stumbling block at some point Mm -hmm. And the relationship might it might still work, but I think it's really important. It's gonna take more work than it would have been to have those conversations to begin with. Yeah, yeah. But then thinking about arranged marriages, I actually think, I mean, you know, this is complicated because you know nobody's expecting me to have an arranged marriage, and I don't know a lot about them. But I do think that you can have a situation where, you know you don't know somebody very well you mm. get married and then you learn to love them yeah and you probably attraction comes with that yeah and in a way it's quite a nice way of thinking about it that you're choosing somebody you know 
if you're doing the choosing, sure. not necessarily if someone else is doing the choosing for you. Yeah. But if you're choosing somebody based on the idea that you want somebody to be by your side for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. to be there to support you and have kids with you and just live together, mm. maybe maybe it is nice to be like, this person fits all of my tick boxes in terms of those things. Yeah. And after I've lived with them for six months, I will love them. Yeah. I just don't love them yet. So in that sense, this this my practical love would come first. Yeah. Above all else. Yeah. And it would be more like a means to an end almost. The yeah. The marriage or relationship, I suppose. And then you learn to have Ludus and Philia and... Yeah. Familia. Familia. Oh, no, that was Storch. 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 <laughs> and Eros, you kind of learn to have that afterwards. Because yeah. I do remember us talking about about this kind of love but obviously we didn't know it mm. um when we first started and how how eros would come about eventually yeah and how it was kind of trusting each other but but yeah maybe you're right that it's there from the beginning yeah um yeah i've I've only met one couple who were in an arranged marriage and it was literally like they were made for each other like it was yeah. really weird they were just really perfect together um, but I, I wonder if that would, if it would work so well in our society or there is just because of the, um, the views that people have of marriage yeah, and how marriage is like, is, I don't really know how to say it, but it's we were talking about it the other day, yeah, than... like how the Western idea is mm. of the one, yeah, whereas more Eastern culture is just a one, yeah, <laughs> just someone to spend your life with and yeah. So do you think, so do you think mm. there is the one? Or, like, I mean, because I'm just thinking about your relationship. Do you yeah. think Mustafa is the one or do you think he is a one that you love and want to be with for the rest of your life but just happens to be somebody who's very compatible with you? Yeah, I mean, he'd kill me for saying it, but probably I would say he's a one because mm-hmm. I really don't think that there's... Wait, hang on. Yeah, I don't think there's someone for for everyone. Yeah. He's just one of many ones. Yeah. Um, because, you know, some people, like I have friends from home who've met someone who mm. lives down the road. Yeah. Or still in relationships with people from school and they're like, well, they're the one. It's like, but how can you know? Oh, I think we rem- I remember us having a conversation with We've this in the very first one, one yeah. where it was like, oh... I've met the one and they just so happen to live next door to yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. So, like, for instance, I've never met anyone from... Where was the place on the show earlier? Cameroon. Cameroon. Never met anyone from Cameroon. Maybe my soulmate lives in Cameroon. I just don't know. You know? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, does Mustafa think that you're the one, then? Is that his perspective? I don't think so. I don't think so. But it'll be interesting to ask him. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't but think there's no, no I don't one. Think there's one. And I, I think it's one of these things that the more time, especially if you're forced to do so, mm. but the more time you spend with someone, the more you grow to appreciate them anyway. Yeah. yeah. Because you learn more about them and the way they do things. I mean, even staying here with you for the last three days, it's kind of, you know, I've learned more about you than I knew before. Yeah. The way you guys do things is, is just a case of seeing how the other person works and finding a balance with them I think more so yeah 
Um, here's a question for you. Yes. If you could only have Ludus or Pragma, which one would you have? Pragma. Pragma. Because it could become Eros. Mm-hmm. And... I don't think you need Ludus. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Yeah. And I'd want it in a relationship with somebody. But I don't think you... Like, if I had to give up one... <laughs> yeah. It would be that. Mm-hmm. Because I want, you know, a long... Sure. Lasting thing with somebody. And somebody's on the same... Wavelength. Yeah, because yeah, if, if I just had lots and lots of Ludus, I think I'd get to a point where I was like, <laughs> this is too much, and I just want some... All the Ludus Yeah, please. I'm so tired. Please, please stop being flirty and fun. I just want <laughs> exactly. long term. I'm 80, Christ. <laughs> Let me be. What about you? Yeah, I think same. Yeah. I think same. I mean, my grandparents celebrated their 60th wedding anniversary. Yeah. Last year. So being with someone for sixty years, like yeah. like I don't know how my grandpa puts up with my grandpa. I really don't. He's a saint for it. Um but they've they've just made it like they've just made it work. Yeah. And been together. But then that's the other thing. So thinking about pragma mm. when you hit a rocky patch in your relationship, mm-hmm. if you think about pragma and that type of love then you look at the rocky patch and you think, how do we get past this? Yeah. Whereas Ludos, you'd be like, it's not fun anymore. Yes. So exactly. I don't want to I do it wanna, anymore. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. That's very true, actually. Yeah. Yeah, because the program is all about working together. Well, I think about working together. So yeah. something about duty and... Working together to get t- towards a goal mm-hmm. or just being together and putting the sort of attraction and fun to, the to one, one side, side. Bit, yeah. yeah so here's another interesting question mm-hmm. do you think you can have pragma without marriage yeah mm-hmm. because is that not you know when you're forced into situations at work <laughs> yes, and you very have well. to hang out with people and you sort of friend love them even though you also really hate them yeah or you, or you, or you're forced into situations where you meet people and you're like, "Wow, I never would have met you, any other situation mm-hmm. scenario, but I really like you and I think you're awesome and now we're really good friends and I, I love you." Yeah. But I n- never would, you know, let's say friendship ludus or whatever. I never would have come up to you and been like, "Oh wow, you're an interesting mm-hmm. person." Blah, blah, blah. I've got a squish on you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So I think definitely it happens outside of marriage because there's all sorts of situations where we end up being forced together with people that we don't necessarily... wouldn't necessarily put ourselves into Mm -hmm. situations with. Yeah, because it's interesting you saying about going through a rough patch. I mean, I was thinking Mm. about marriage, but actually that can be a friendship, couldn't it? If someone's going through something hard, then you're almost like, duty-bound, so to speak, to stand by their side and help them through whatever the hard time is. Yeah. doesn't well, necessarily mean you're going through it together, but... Yeah. It's similar, isn't it? Well, I mean, just thinking about our friendship, mm. that we've kind of, you know, helped each other through the bad times. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, and, you know, there's parts of the friendship that maybe were less fun than others, mm-hmm. because neither of us were in a good place. Mm-hmm. But, there was no point where I was like, 
god this is too hard I don't want to be Kate's friend anymore yeah yeah actually I was like I think doing those hard periods together made our friendship stronger and better mm. so I think there's maybe two ways that it comes about one is having that that strong foundation in Philia mm. but then also just kind of going into something being like I know that I will be faithful and dutiful and like want to think about things practically with this person yeah without having any any foundation at all yeah um but yeah it's that's interesting because again probably it comes up in family relationships as well wouldn't it mm. would it come up with, <laughs> with could it be compatible with agape like with strangers i don't know because that goes back to our moral question of like if it's duty then are you like, oh no, there's no outro. Let's not talk about agape. I can't get back into it. <laughs> Me neither. It's too philosophical and religious. It's just agape needs to get in the bin. Tway. 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 We can't be bothered with you, darling. Tway. Yeah. Um, but no, I think, I think this one probably, probably is underrated. Yeah. Because cause even in the holiday, yeah. it's still all about that romantic love yeah more than like there's an ending you know yes so i think this is more like what happens afterwards this is after the happy ending really yeah this is practical after the disney film ends Mm -hmm. and then the princess is like i want 10 children and the prince is like i don't want any (laughs) and they're like oh no i knew i shouldn't have married a man i only met yesterday (laughs) darn it (laughs) yeah so, because it's interesting, I wonder how dating today is changing this, as as to whether people have these conversations straight off the bat, or if if people think even think of this kind of love, or or if it's all romanticized. I don't know. I mean, I've found that I've had a lot of conversations about this kind of stuff with. A lot of men mm-hmm. <laughs> earlier than I would have expected to have them mm-hmm. because of the just the very nature of meeting someone online right that you end up talking so so I've either had them I've either had conversations in person but quite soon after I've met them mm-hmm. or I've had conversations just via text before I've met them right. or in the process of kind of having a first date or a second date okay but talking in between mm. and it'll be like do you like wh- how do you feel about kids you know what's your future plans and it's, yeah. it's not it's not me sat there going how do you <laughs> feel about kids yeah <laughs> it sort of ends the conversation kind of ends up winding that way especially if if both of us are approaching it from a relationship standpoint rather than sure. a kind of one night stand Lugosi, or ludos yeah. or whatever um you know, so, I mean, because I was just so this guy that I'm possibly maybe, we'll see what happens, but him, yeah. we ended up having a conversation where he was talking about one of his friends has got, like, three kids, mm-hmm. and a lot of the other friends have, like, one or two. Okay. And I was like, I'm not going to be having kids anytime soon. Yeah. But I know I want them. Yeah. And he was like, no, I know I want them, but I don't want them until, like, past 30. Right. And I was like... Perfect. That works for me because that's exactly how I feel too. 
Interesting. Whereas if someone had then gone and said, like, no, I want them in the next year, you'd be like, thank you and goodbye. Yeah, I'd be like, sorry, that is a no from me. <laughs> yeah. Big X factor X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. Because you mean. then there would be no point in me continuing to put time into mm. a relationship. Like, it's like, if I haven't even met you. Yeah. And you already are saying that you don't fit with what I want. Yeah. What's yeah. the point? No, that makes sense. Though I guess someone else might argue, are you not just writing stuff off too early and would it not? But I think, like you said, in the world where everything is now so connected and you have so many choices, mm. then why not write stuff off, you know? Yeah. Because that's being pragma about it, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like, if the person isn't giving you what you want, then why bother? Yeah. And like I said, in the past it was very different because everyone was would just be in your country and was therefore very similar. And yeah. you probably would... Like, my grandparents met at a tennis club in Hartlepool when they were, like, 16. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was it. There wasn't really any thought about anyone else. Yeah. Because there wasn't anyone <laughs> else. Yeah, exactly. So it was, like, the pragma then was more like... If you find they some... only had one choice, whereas pragma now is because you have... So a many lot of choices. Choice, I think, yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, actually, you need to narrow it down. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You can't. So you're more likely to find someone who's in line with your beliefs. Yeah. Your goals. Yeah. And I don't want somebody who's like, I don't want kids. And I don't want somebody who's like, I want kids right now. Mm. And if somebody was like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. I'm not going to write that off. But I think it's that firm answer either way lets you know how someone feels about something or if it's like oh i'm here for i'm doing this but i don't know if i'm gonna keep doing this job for you know Mm -hmm. again that's fine but it's the like so i'm I'm, very definite yeah yeah. so it's like i can be flexible about things Mm -hmm. but if someone very obviously is the complete opposite to what i want then you know if they came up to me and they said i love the conservatives so much and i'm a racist homophobe i'd be like okay i can't work with this. i cannot work with this at all i'm not willing to be flexible about yeah. any of these things i think the temptation is though if someone says i don't know is to look too much into the future mm-hmm. be like well maybe this maybe that um or like well, if they said this about this, then maybe we can do this. Yeah. Like, that's, that's I think, what I would find quite hard is the not knowing. Like, it's yeah. nice to know practically. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's just because we're anxious people. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it is practically nice to not have those kind of surprises, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like th- there's some things... I agree Mm. that I'd be like, I can't deal with it. I don't know about that. But, like, kids, Mm -hmm. I could deal with it. I don't know. Oh, really? Okay. Because I'd be like, well, okay, interesting. (laughs) Now, possibly not. Okay. Because I know what I want. But when I was at I don't know, I don't know fitted perfectly with me. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Whereas now I'm like, no. (laughs) I know I want kids. (laughs) Yeah. So if you don't know... I kind of reading that as I don't, but I don't want to tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, I do think that as well, that you, you, like someone can be perfect on paper. Mm-hmm. Someone can be absolutely perfect. Yeah. 
And then you meet them in person and the spark isn't there. Yes. And even though, you, like, I agree with you that I would prefer Pragma over Ludus. Like, it is so them. important to be attracted to someone because you can be compatible with a lot of people mm. um, and be friends with them. Mm. Um, but it's it's very difficult to to be in a relationship with someone you don't. Oh, I'm attracted to. Them, well, basically. basically, it's like they would lean in to kiss you or get naked or whatever and you'd be like, mm, I <laughs> can't don't. do this. Please, I love please. your politics. Yeah, but put your but clothes on. But I don't on. love you. <laughs> put your clothes on, clothes on, clothes on. <laughs> it's getting hot in here, but keep your clothes on. <laughs> I really like your politics. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to see you naked. <laughs> You're a really great person. <laughs> I just don't think you're hot. <laughs> well, it's more like we don't have a spark. Yeah, yeah, you need a spark. Because sometimes people can be gorgeous, stunning, your type yeah, on the paper, and then you're like, oh, I do. I also don't want to see you mm-hmm. naked. Yeah. Like, um, that guy. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's nice to look at. Yes. But then, like, if it came to him saying, I want a relationship with you. I'll cut his name, don't worry. But if it came to him saying, I want a relationship with you, you'd be like, well, no, because on paper you're rubbish. Like, yeah, exactly. Practically. Practically. This would never work. There is nothing you're about very this. nice to look at. Yeah. If you could just stand there, do a nice little twirl, and then leave again. Yeah. And I can just look oh, at your well. butt on your way out. <laughs> as long as he's wearing bottoms. <laughs> no, not Winnie the Pooh again. <laughs> like, I'm never going to be able to undo that. What was stored again? Oh, yeah, okay. So it's, it says here, um, many relationships that start off as Eros or Ludus end up as various combinations of storage and pragma. That makes a lot of sense. Which I would agree with. Because was storage... Um, Familiar, familiarity as yeah. well yeah and i think that does make sense doesn't it yeah and that's probably the typical way that things go but perhaps yeah. in the modern times pragma comes into it a little, a little bit more earlier yeah than it used to yeah i'm just thinking about you're gonna have to cut the name again she had a whole like like five-year plan for when she was gonna get married and when yeah. she was gonna have kids and I'm like, that's really interesting because... So we're talking about pragma and what we want. Mm. But there's a way that you can go too hard on the pragma definitely, too. Definitely, definitely, yeah. <laughs> and it's like you've got to have some flexibility yeah, as well because no one person is going to... I mean, again, that actually being practical is knowing you've got to have some flexibility. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. And that relationships are not hard and fast in one way and, yeah, and life as well yeah exactly it throws you a curveball yeah so often yeah because I, I remember there's a similar episode of friends where um the character rachel turns 30 yeah and then she gets all upset because she hasn't achieved the things she wanted to do she was like you know i wanted to have kids and blah 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 and if i if i want to have this many kids by this point then i actually need to have met the man that i want to be with now yeah um and because of that, she then decides that the person she's with is just not right for her. Yeah. Which is being practical and, like, that kind of makes sense. But you're right when you have 
the categorical, like, by this age, I want to have two kids. By this age, I want this to happen. Mm. You're just setting yourself up to fail. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to work. Life doesn't work like no. that. No, same with, but same with anything, isn't it? Like, yeah. career goals. If, if you, you can have the... So you can have the goal of, I would like to have some children in the future. Or mm. I would like two children in the future yeah, or whatever. But not by, by 2030, <laughs> I will have yeah. two and a half children. Because then it's like, well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Life doesn't work that way. And... And then you have to think, okay, well, if that's my goal, let's say I want two kids. Mm-hmm. I've got to know that, you know, in life, maybe I have fertility problems. Yeah. Maybe the person I'm with has fertility problems. So you've got to be kind of go in knowing that it isn't always going to be easy and it isn't going to instantly happen mm-hmm. and things aren't going to look the way you want them to look. No, no, things never do. And I think that's the problem with having those inflated expectations yeah um so probably there's like a good level of pragma to have yeah well then but then that's the thing isn't it because actually being practical isn't having a five-year plan yes yeah it's it's knowing it's knowing yourself Mm -hmm. knowing what you want from life but not being so stuck in that that you can't be flexible yeah definitely definitely and that includes relationships as well. You've just summed it up perfectly, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I genuinely is. That's I. I would agree. Yeah. Um, so, do you think that definition is still correct today, or would you still use it? Do you think it's still relevant to love as we know it? <laughs> as we know it. As we know it. Yeah, I think so. Definitely applies to my life. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't. I don't think. As as we've said before, I don't think you can take any one of those things on their own. No, no. and I don't think you can just have pragma. No, true. You you need pragma with filiar or stores mm-hmm. or eros or 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 you need pragma. And you need it to transform into one of the others. Like you can't just right. have pragma forever. Sure. Because that would be really boring. It would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> you need it in in alignment with the others and also I think that you can bring it to the forefront sometimes sure and rely on it a bit more yeah but yeah. then sometimes you need to go actually I need to have some fun or I mm. need to I need to really feel fall in love with this person yeah, like, yeah. what about you um yeah I think I think it's still quite applicable um definitely kind of trying to figure out those big life goals yeah but I wouldn't use it to get down to the nitty-gritty everyday stuff, I don't think, because no. then you would just, like I said, be setting yourself up to fail. And I think it would be useful to have it more of a thing across relationships in general. Yeah, no, I like, agree. Because, I mean, that could be really useful with work colleagues or with yeah. friends or um, superiors, like anything, really, to have that practical, like... Yeah. Like, at work, setting goals, things like that is yeah. something I've struggled with before, but having that kind of practical goal oriented and matching mm-hmm. up would think would be really useful and yeah helping friends through hard times that kind of thing like we discussed yeah and I think also like managing expectations because mm. I think I think both of us have had a problem with going into friendships and having huge expectations of people yes. and yep. actually if you go in sort of more practically and you think okay what is this person able to give me yeah that's true what am i able to give them you know some friends you have and they're people who make you laugh but they're not people that you come to with your serious stuff mm, or definitely. 
or you go to them with your serious stuff but they don't make you laugh as much as other people or mm-hmm. you know it's very rare to have somebody that you can have all of those things with yeah um so basically the moral of pragma is set your expectations low yeah or expect or just, the worst <laughs> or maybe just expect set your expectations realistically nice i like that that's more positive yeah it doesn't have to be low you're doomed to fail <laughs> just be realistic people god but no in general i like it and i think i think it's quite important yeah 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 there we go that's wow. pragma god we've uh solved all the problems of the world we only have one left one left one problem left to solve which is I'm going to let you pronounce that one. <laughs> Philautia? Let's find out on the next podcast. <laughs> we will. Philautia, yeah. Update you. Update next you. time. Coming not live to you tomorrow. But you won't get it tomorrow. You won't get it tomorrow. Maybe if someone's a really enthusiastic listener. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's enough. We'll see you for one more.